guys coming from a guys coming from a background in sports mm. they can they can be successful in uh, in technology not true but we are already uh, spending a lot of money in sports mm -hmm. i'm not saying that we are spending well and right. in the right places but it's a lot of money and so that i know so people works in portugal in, in sports they need to be entrepreneurs Hi everyone and welcome back to the Sporting Global podcast and today we're here with Ricardo Carvalho and Ricardo how are you how's how's life in Lisbon these days Yes thank you very much Andrew. everything okay and in Lisbon is always the same thing good weather <laughs> good food good wine all right you always enjoy you always enjoy your life I mean like yeah I I just has to have to take us back a little bit before we uh before we really dive into the questions here because I mean like last time I saw you face to face you know was uh right before the pandemic you know we were like having like all this great conversation you know like about the startup ecosystem in Lisbon and and your project and like FMH and all this stuff and and here we are like you know we are uh, still sitting in this uh we're gonna say pandemic pandemic bubble but uh, but hopefully we will be back in uh to 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 meet face to face again but it's good to see you ricardo it's good to see you and it's it's a pleasure having you part of the podcast right right Well, for for everyone that are tuning in, you know, make sure to uh, you know, like and subscribe to the video. It really helps us out and of course like, you know, you will get every every week key tips from leaders like Ricardo sharing their stories from, you know, their background, their tips, their journey. So make sure to do that, you know, maybe write a comment as well of like who you want to see next on the podcast. You know, we have a few names coming up. But uh Ricardo, I I want to kind of like just start with like if you could take us like how did your journey in the sporting industry begin like take us a little bit back to like your love and passion for sports <laughs> oh, okay so the, the the passion for sports starts starts with uh, with me i think so it's a uh, it's something that um, i was used to 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 go to soccer games with my with my with my father with my brother yeah. then we went to other sports we were seeing different clubs uh, i started to i started to to practice um, uh, basketball at eight after trying tennis badminton gymnastics judo a little bit of everything and then basketball right. became uh, and then football also but, uh, basketball yeah. became became my passion nice um, due to that i ended in with the good in with the, the really good influence of a good uh, good teachers uh, and and good coaches uh, i decided to study the physical education and sports mm. and um and i went to the, to the best and largest uh, university here in portugal that is right it was ZF at the time right now it's uh, fmh faculdade from university of lisbon Right. And um, I have a really good experience. I have a really good experience there because I had, uh, I had the lucky to, to, be, to be asked to help with a, with a basketball department at that time mm. that was starting to put together 
all the stats from uh, from the Nash Portugal National Basketball League. Nice. And um, and that uh, and that project became uh, became a startup created by three of the most important coaches, basketball coaches in Portugal from the past uh, at that time from the past yeah. 30 years. So and uh, and with uh, with one teacher in the university that was a really entrepreneur. Right. And uh, that changed my that changed my life. I started uh, to be the, the first guy putting some data on the computer, and then uh, the company started to grow and working with everything related to technology and sports. Right, became the most important uh, the most important company doing uh, uh, sports stats here in Portugal. This was in the in the early nineties. Right, uh, then the first company doing. Uh, real-time graphics for TV broadcasting mm. and, um, and after some years when when uh, internet appears also the, the one of the best the best companies on technology and content in internet launching the first internet portal uh, related to, to sports right and uh, with all that experience uh, that really changed my life to become a, a, an entrepreneur and and and, and, and Starting with sports and technology, then on the technology, and now again moving to the sports area. <laughs> well, that's that's awesome, and I mean, like as you said as well, just having that opportunity to get that early experience, you know, and just getting your foot in the door, you know, starting testing that, being part of that, you know, both entrepreneurial and innovative project at that early early stage must must have been quite an experience, you know, for you. And, and like you said, like kind of like opening opening your eyes a little bit to. To the possibilities that were were coming ahead, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was that, and then, and that what time shows that uh, guys coming from a guys coming from a background in sports, mm. they can they can be successful in uh, in technology. Right. So that uh, and that start to show me that uh, if you if you have the passion, if you start to understand. Uh, Certain matter, there's no there's no limits. Right. There's no limits. So you can do it in different areas, and that was my first experience with an, like an entrepreneur. Yeah. And doing that in here in Portugal. Okay. So it's an, and became the leader in areas where you and where you had other guys in theory having the university preparation for motion graphics or from right. uh, IT or from yeah. management. And by the end, you have a group of four guys uh, uh, that were uh, that uh, the studied physical education in sports in in, in FMH in the University of Lisbon that are running a company that is the best in Portugal in, in some of those areas. And so there's no limits, and that's uh, the, the the vision on do what you want to do, do want what you are happy to do, and uh, and let's move, let's move on straight straight to it you know just 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 get on it i mean like that's that, that's a great great advice and i mean like obviously now like you know you have a lot of you know experience and and, and knowledge you know with entrepreneurship with sports development you know with your key experiences and, and i guess like what, what are some of the key lessons that you have you know brought with you now to your nonprofit with social innovation sports like take a little bit about like you know your your, your learning your learning curve and some key lessons you brought into this project yeah, yeah, yeah. So that the first one I, I can tell you well, when I when I decided to 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 work in this area, I, I've started to take a 
some more attention in things that were happening around me when I was traveling around the world and working in a, in, a, in, my, in my previous company where I was 200% involved for 15 years and traveling around the world. And I was looking with more attention on that. And, uh, and uh, when I was starting to launch this, I decided to visit a lot of entities in, uh, in UK and um, in Germany sure. and understand what, the, what are they doing. At the same time, I was visiting a lot of people here in Portugal yeah. uh, and uh, getting the call, calling to guys that I didn't know, calling to guys that I, the last time that I spoke with them, it was probably 20 years ago or 25 years ago that were still in the sports area yeah. and, uh, and understanding how the sports is organized here in Portugal. Mm. Then I was also entering and, 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 and calling to guys that, uh, that were strong in the, in the social entrepreneurship here in Portugal. Right, right, right. Very because there are guys really good on that and then with, with a lot of experience and also reading a lot. And I realized with this, my main goal, it was to make my idea. Yeah. What am I going to, what are we, what are we going to do? Right. And I realized three things that uh, everybody in Portugal will say that it is not true, but we are already uh, spending a lot of money in sports. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that we are spending well and right. in the right places, but it's a lot of money and can be double or triple, okay? If there's more money, good. But with the money that people are spending, we can do much more things. Mm. In terms of, there are still additional funds on the table that nobody is looking for that. Yeah. There's a uh, an ecosystem and legislation that helps you to build things on different ways. Right. And there's a lot of people doing a really good job on the field. So looking at all those things, we decided, okay, so first of all, we will not be working on the field together with the youth people. There's already people doing that. So that's um, the organization Social Innovation Sports. Right. Our main goal is to help projects that use sports as a tool for social inclusion, social mm -hmm. innovation. We really believe that the, the social elevators here in Portugal, they are not working. The only areas, of course, education is always important. It's yeah. the most important thing, but Sports and arts are the two things that are able to engage the people from depraved um, communities with needs and change from one, from one generation to the other, change the life of a family. Yeah. And that's what we are doing. And I have done this after and decided the, the focus after doing all those trips, visiting all that people. It was like a six months doing, doing all right. that. Right. And um, and there it was, put our goals and start to implement and and mostly and looking at the the, the SDGs from the United Nations mm -hmm. where the sports applied in a lot of them. Yeah. And looking at the most important one for me, that is the 17th, that is related to partnerships. Yeah. And, and what we are doing is mostly connecting, connecting people, connecting. Uh, sources of a uh, sources of uh, investment with people that has the ability to make the things happen on the ground and sometimes we are the middle 
translating the things and helping yeah, to implement. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you are only saying that guy talk with the other one and the other one and you together and let's build a project, let's build a program and we help them to build that. Right. That's what, what, we are, what we are doing. And that came all from the entrepreneurial experience in different countries and all over the world. I, I, I think sort of like, you know, there's, there's two things here that I think if we, we have to like touch upon as well. And, and one of them is, is like, which I think is a really good thing and a key lesson for a lot of young people, you know, that are, you know, listening and, and just sort of like thinking about an entrepreneurial path is that, you know, with your new project as well, like you did that dirty work, you know, you went out, you talked with all these people, you met up, you, you figured out, okay, what is happening? You're, you're educating yourself, you're, you're understanding the provinces and the needs, you know, it doesn't, you, you just don't like, okay, I have this idea, but, and then you start, but you just like, you have to build that foundation, you know, the foundation is so extremely important. And I don't think enough people, you know, know about this or talk about this enough. And that's why I wanted to highlight that. But second of all, as well, and you talk a lot about sort of like, uh, a lot of these, you know, I guess, benefits and opportunities that were out in the Portuguese market that, you know, clubs and, and organizations are not aware of, like, how do you how have sort of like the pandemic, I guess, sort of like, I guess impacted this because I see I will believe like now more than ever you know like people are like okay where can we get like some extra funds where can we you know get like some extra help how how has that sort of like impacted you know social innovation sports in the in the pandemic? Uh, it went it, it went well so we have a, we have a different sources of a, of, a, of income um, we do we do we have. We have access to some funds and to apply to some funds related to European Union or national funds yeah. on social on social innovation. On that area, things went well. We were we were successful. We had success with uh, with three projects that uh, that allow us to speed up the things that we are willing to to do. Right, um, that's awesome. We have two additional sources. One related to um, related to let's call it like um, consultancy. Uh, using the experience from the volunteers that work with us and being able to sell some uh, some uh, consultancy projects to, to, to organizations that are able to pay it. Not usually the ones from the sports area because in Portugal yeah. there's no money on that area. That's a couple <laughs> of places where are some Especially money. now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, the, and the third one is related to services to, to entities and, 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 and getting, uh, doing some use some of the entities that are working with them um, with the on the field in sports to build uh, team building uh, projects for mm. companies and that area stop it stop it for it's freeze from from the past two years we had an additional couple of projects that we that we that they are that are freeze because they depend on on uh, on sponsorship from from uh, from organizations, and we realized that the organizations were not taking decisions here in Portugal. Yeah. So let's not focus on that. Let's focus on the other areas, and we are we are growing. We have been doing all the time, even some projects that were based on doing uh, sports events with people together that were not allowed. We have done things. Uh, we we recorded videos. We put it people doing the exercise, doing the things that they were supposed to do live together right. with by themselves, but doing with videos, recording themselves, yep. doing uh, doing the sports and then giving a, 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 
classification on that and, and then making the determinant work. It was not as the, the initial, the initial, the initial uh, uh, rules and definitions, but we adapted because right. we can we can stop. We can stop. We in the, and the, and the most important things in our area it was during and it is during this year and a half is to make people doing exercise, putting them, moving themselves, mm. and on the other one, socializing. Right. And you do, even even if it's sometimes it's uh, online, make them socialize because we were working in some examples we were working with with. Um, with young people with 19, 20, 21 years old, yeah. where they are living in a room mm -hmm. alone. Yeah. And during the pandemic, they were that close. Technicians were telling them, you cannot go out as you were doing six years, six months ago. You need right. to be there. And you yeah. were focused on those things so that the priorities change. Mm -hmm. But we did not stop the activities. It's for for us, it's impossible stop the activity due to the pandemic. No, yeah, moving things forward and and adapt and see Adapting, and yeah. look at the needs of the of the, the society. And I guess guess kind of like just just your role though as an entrepreneur, you know, working close, you know, uh, with you know, close with entrepreneurs, with startups as a mentor, you know, investor and obviously an owner as well. Like, I, I guess like if you look at the sports startup world developed in Lisbon and Portugal, like how has that sort of like progressed throughout, you know, since I guess like you, you started your first project and, and I guess like what are some of the key common trends you've seen in the sports tech area the, the last few years? Yeah, the, the, the projects that I know, so People works in Portugal in, in sports, they need to be entrepreneurs. Right, right. <laughs> like myself. So if you want to be a coach, you are an entrepreneur. You are creating yeah. your own job. You need right. to go and, and, and try to do it. It's just a bit, it's a mix between entrepreneur and vol and being volunteer. Yeah. Because the money that is paid here, it's a it's a it's a shame. So it's right. a, and there's that entrepreneur. Mindset is there for the past uh, 40 years, mm -hmm. but much more on a personal way. Right, right. Not creating an organization that can scale up, that can move on. So it's a, that is not so well organized and people doesn't know how to do it. So the market is, there's a need in the market. There's a need in the market on a, on an ecosystem for those those uh, those um, those people those organizations so that uh, that we can uh, that we can make some of those projects even become bigger that we can teach right. the, 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 the the kids in university that that's the road the entrepreneur mindset mm. even inside the organizations or in their own organizations it's required because uh, right. The industry needs to grow, needs to have a different uh, uh, vision from the politician. Nobody, nobody in the, in the, for example, in the current government, nobody right. knows what is sports. Hmm. They don't know. Interesting. They don't know what is the social part of the sport, what is the industry. Uh, 
it's a mess. It's a mess. So right. it, and, and, and all the all this needs to be built by the ones that are getting out of the university, the right. ones that are in the market, the ones that are in university, and build that. And this it's something that we are trying to do. That I myself I'm trying to do in different in the different areas where right. where I'm touching point <laughs> with a, with, a, with the alumni. With, a, with alumni club on the on the, on the FMH, so yeah. it's, uh, we are trying to do some of those things. We are trying to help the, the university that is in a really good ecosystem and it's uh, it's open to that. I think that uh, that, that the future it will be a good future. Mm. Uh, we have entities here in the country that are open to that, and we have it's really growing the number of kids that wants to study sports, physical education, right. uh, fitness, uh, sports marketing, all right. those areas. So it's a, it's a we need, and it's my main goal, it's to it's put all, again, entities together to create that ecosystem, to create the ecosystem of the sports tech, mm. of the sports tech companies that are some here in Portugal, but they are not talking between each other. Hmm. And that's uh, there's no ecosystem more than that. So why do you why do you think that is kind of like the case with sports? Considering also like Lisbon is is kind of like known, I, I guess, in a sense for being like a very like you know Europe Silicon Valley, you know, kind of like you know the term, right? And then you know you have Web Summit, you have like the, this startup, especially in tech, right? Like this startup ecosystem. Like why why do you think this is so like you know? non-existent in sports like we're like where does those line kind of like just disappear like why, why do you think that is the case because people that has the leadership in the sports area they don't have a clue on this mm. it's a it's a market is a it's a vicious markets right from, from the past year so there's no that's not a good management on the sports area, neither in the governmental area, neither in the, neither in the, in the, um, in the sports area, and right. uh, and the universities, uh, in management, uh, that can be the area that usually drive that is right. a mess. It's a mess. Fortunately, fortunately, we have a, in the University of Lisbon, we have right now people that uh, understand that this is important right and, uh, and, and i believe that uh, good things will happen in the in the future let's see if it will be in well, the minute. near future or not but uh, <laughs> that uh, people are understanding that and then and, and as my 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 my, my foot on the on the and on, on the on the on the alumni fmh alumni i think will help in some uh, in some of those areas to and bring people from the alumni uh, that can help the university on driving that because uh, the, the the university really needs the, the support from people that is in the that is in the in the market that is on the ground that understand that knows different things uh, technology I know but there are other things that I'm not sensitive to that and right. we can and we need to mix to mix that, to mix different universities, to mix different people, to and make and, and the, the federations and and make things happen. And uh, right. I, I I do believe that we are nearby to make good things happen. Yeah, well, I'm I'm sure we will, and and obviously you know we have to talk a little about the FMH alumni project as well. But but it, it's kind of like a little bit as we talked about before 
before the podcast too, at the end of the day, it comes down to people, right? And so yeah. we're like having that mindset that, you know, openness, that, you know, innovation and hungry for, you know, making a difference, making a change. And there's so much potential, you know, as we, as we talked about and as, as you already mentioned, you know, like, you know, what came out of, you know, this project back, you know, when you were studying at FMH and like, you know, all the, all the different companies you've been involved with. But, but I guess like as one of the key persons behind the FMH alumni, like tell us a little bit more about, you know, this project itself, like, what are you guys doing? Like, what is sort of like the game plan here? And, and what is sort of like the importance of building a strong alumni network at, at FMH? Yeah, we, we understood and, and talking with, with different people inside also the, the university students, for teachers, people from the management, uh, that university was really close. Right. So that's no relationship with with outsiders and few relationship with the market. So even the departments inside the university, they are close between themselves and then the teachers close between them, them themselves. So it's a, and the, and the main goal is to open that, to start the conversations, mm. to have a stronger relationship. And the, and, the, and, the, and the easiest way to do it is starting with alumni. Yeah. That they are, uh, that they are still connected. Even if it was, related to the five years that they have been there 20, 30 or 40 years ago, yeah. they are still connected. They feel when they are with their group, they, when they are there, they feel that connection. Right. That's an emotional connection that we need to use and bring people that are able to help the university in different areas to do it. And that's what we are doing right now. So we have a, a large group of people working right now. It's a group of 20 people that we are meeting on a regular basis nice. we created seven groups seven work groups working and and then thinking about different areas uh, a couple of them are internal for the, the association but we, because you need to run that association but then we have things related to uh, employability and uh, and uh, and uh, and their relationship with the, with the labor market and entrepreneurship, all that, all those things, putting in the same, in the same, uh, in the same, uh, the same group. And we had this morning a, a meeting with the same group that the, the group inside the university that is thinking on that. Mm. And we had again last week a a, a, a meeting with 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 Edward from Sporting because we are looking at a, a partner to 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 make things happen on this. And this area and we are building and building new 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 people and we have done for example in this area of uh, employment um we have done last week a a the alumni day uh, edition zero i don't think it was zero it was minus one <laughs> we had the need for right. online it was the first official event from this from this direction and um, and, and from the, the association and yep. the, the focus was that it was related to employment sure. and we launched it two programs one program related to to mentorship mm. and the other one uh, related to volunteering okay right additionally we have areas related to 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 to, to, to the history the history of the the, the 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 university the physical education the sport in portugal because right. it's an area that is really important because uh university has 80 years old that means that uh, 
the oldest students have like uh, 100 years and uh, if we are running to get the information record some videos from 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 some of those that are still alive and have really good experience to yeah. to to, to wow. tell us and also to get the, the, the some of the paperwork that can disappear because nobody's taking a look at that and it can be important to to make it to make right. it, to keep it live to digitalize it and we have a group focus on that we have another group focus on these things related to to the digital transformation the innovation and those kind of things. Uh, we have a group also related to solidarity and uh, and 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 and, and corporate social responsibility. Looking for the alumni that start to become older and need the help to keep engaged in society. So there are there are some of the areas we are where we are starting to, to work, and we, where we are always open to have more people being part of the work group to right. find partners to each of those areas to work together with companies to work together with, with the university to work together with other universities because mm -hmm. we need to build the ecosystem right if you want to be if you want to build the ecosystem the sports tech ecosystem for example the that to build a strong sports uh, sports and medicine ecosystem, a strong sports management ecosystem. We need to work with associations from the professionals on those areas. Right. We need to work with the other universities that are also uh, teaching those, those, those courses. We need right. to help with the companies that are in the market working in those areas. So with the, with the, with the health groups, with the, with the, with the fitness uh, mm -hmm. organizations, with the clubs, with the federations. So we need to work with all the, those entities. No, for sure. And I guess like also like it's, it, it's, I think it will be key as well, like involving sort of like the, the youth, right? Kind of like the, the new generation and the people that are studying there now, or maybe will study there in the, in, in the next few years as well, because, you know, their mindset there, I guess like they are thinking a little bit different, you know, it's always good kind of like getting that fresh perspective. And I think it's really good as well, how you're, you know, pulling in, you know, there's so much data, you know, there's so much, you know, group of people that have like this emotional, you know, connection and, and building upon that is going to be extremely important. And uh, of course, like from our side at Sporting Global, we're more than happy, you know, being, being part of that and, and helping the dots with you guys. And, and, and that that's, we're, we're always here to support, you know, as, as, as you know, uh, but uh, to kind of like wrap, wrap things up a little bit here, I, I guess like if you want to start thinking a little bit about like, you know, mapping out some, some, some key tips, you know, for, for students, you know, out there that are, you know, maybe, maybe planning to go a little bit in an entrepreneurial path in the sport industry. I, I know you talked a little bit about it already with like coaches and volunteers and kind of like having that, that mindset, but I guess like for those that are like, you know, maybe thinking specifically, okay, I want to like maybe start my own, own business or, or something like that in sports. Like what are some of the key tips that, that they should have in mind from, from your perspective? Yeah. The first thing that is required is passion. Yeah, they need to have the passion on, on what they will be doing. Right. So they will be there 18 hours a day, 24 hours a day, for 48 hours a day sometimes, right? Yeah. Like as you yeah. know. The second one is build build a good team. Mm -hmm. Build a good team, the people with the same passion on that project. 
and preferably with complementary knowledge. Right. Okay. The third one, use all the tools that are completely open in the market right now to help on those processes. Mm. Accelerators, uh, incubators, uh, associations like the alumni association on 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 on, 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 on your college, on your university, where there are people with experience, where there are different people, but go with the ones that have experience on the field, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a it's completely different the conversation with. An entrepreneur or with a teacher of entrepreneurship yeah. that never made his own project, right. that have never been on the field, that never failed, that yeah. never failed, that yeah. never failed, and never ever had one success. So it's a yeah, it's that's it's really important. But the most important thing is that self-motivation and and move on. And the self-motivation is the word because it's the that there's a now way that is easy to go, but you are the one to go there. Right. You are the one to go there, and you need to be self-motivated. Nobody yeah. will be telling you, come this way, come on, come on, baby, let's let's move. No. Self-motivation and move and move and drive and right and get the phone and get the email and try to I wanna speak with the with I wanna I want to know the guy that is the that created Sporting Global. Move it, move yourself, go, go ahead. Make it, make it happen. Try, yeah. Make it happen. We're, we're, we're happen. both open for those conversations, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. and, and, and the same thing for, for himself or even for the guy that created Nike. Mm -hmm. Try it, do it. Yeah. Uh, probably can do it. And if you want, if you want it, understand where he lives. Understand where he had breakfast on a daily basis. Yeah, we're going to take his coffee, you know, where's his coffee spot? <laughs> yeah, if, if it's the most important thing for you, move it. And, Find uh, a way, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I think it's a great advice to sort of like just at the end of the day, it comes down to your drive, you know, like it, it's your passion, your drive, your willingness to do whatever it takes. And, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, like, as well as just like, you know, learn from the pe people that have done, you know, that have been through the journey, you know, that have done those mistakes and, and, and failed, you know, because uh, that's, that, that's part of the journey. And I mean, like, we always talk about it here too. Like, you know, when I started sporting goal, I was like, well, this is my first, first business, right? Like kind of like on my, on my own. And I knew like, okay, I have the passion, I have the drive. But I need people to guide me, you know, so like having like mentors, like, you know, advisors that can guide you on your path, like is extremely important. And, and it's stuff to think about as well, you know, when, when building that team and building that foundation. But uh, but it's 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 really good to sort of like, you know, mapping out those those key key elements of what do you need, you know, to to do. And, and as you said you know, to, to kind of like finalize this as well is, is it starts with you, you know, like it comes down to your passion and, and your drive. Uh, I, I, I don't know, Ricardo, if you have any final remarks, but, uh, but if not, we're, uh, I think we're uh, at to reach our final end of this, this podcast. Yeah, no, it was, uh, I think it was a great final question. And, and, and I, and I put it there, the, all the things that I do believe that are really important, uh, for someone that needs to to drive his career, mm -hmm. okay, 
I think the same things that I was told as a, for an entrepreneur, for someone that is creating a, a business. Yeah. It's 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 the same thing for the for the for someone that wanna wanna have a, a career in an organization well established in the market that is well done, for sure. There's always a word that need to be on top of all these things that is ethics. Yeah. Because it's on a, when we say that we want to get the guy where is he has his coffee. <laughs> there's a way to go there and to do it with it with ethics and get to be in touch with those guys but that's that's a one really important thing and it's valid for everything and, uh, and understanding that you need to bring value for the things that you are working with. So 100% for the organization uh, that where you are working there's no sense to you to stay there that's need to be a decision made by yourself or by the by the ones that are running the organization where you, where you are not bringing wealth. So it needs to be optimistic and, and drive your passion and drive to do the things that you like to do. Absolutely. Well, with that, Ricardo, I would like to thank you so much for, for taking the time, you know, for sharing your story and, and for, uh, you know, just uh, opening our eyes a little bit on the entrepreneurship world and what's happening in, you know, in Portugal and Lisbon and what, what you're working on as well. And of course, uh, we wish you all the best, you know, and we'll, we'll talk very soon, uh, of course, as well. And for those of you that have been, you know, part of this, you know, all the way to the end, you know, make sure to like the video, you know, subscribe to the YouTube channel so you get reminded every week you know with with interviews from key leaders around the globe sharing their thoughts and insights so ricardo thank you once again for taking the time and uh, as always we finish with the visnakis which means see you later in norwegian so now you know some norwegian too ricardo <laughs> yeah thank you um good luck for for supporting global and, and count on us for all the support and, and for all the synergies that are that we can do. Well, we, we appreciate that, Ricardo. Thank you okay. so much and, uh, and have a good Thank day. Thank you very much. <laughs>